scrimmage. Here's Cora. Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me is a dynamic duo of the Baron Bell. Welcome, guys. Hello. <laughs> happy, happy drunks giving, guys. It's the night before. Y'all fucking getting hammered or what? Um, you could say I'm getting uh, drunk off of fantasy football. So, yeah, uh, I think... Everybody who listens will be pretty hammered by the time we're done with this. So make sure you pull over. Drunk off fantasy. Must be NFL fantasy, not college fantasy, because you go. Well, I mean, you are here, right, Tweet? Are you not in the championship? Well, I mean, I think we're going to get to that, but we all know. We all. I mean, if we are talking, if we are talking, though, about NFL, you're not talking about you. You go Oh, you just so funny, aren't you? Yeah, it was real original. I came with it on my own. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see you next year, college. <laughs> All right. Make sure you go out, rate, review, download. We only want five stars, just like uh, the five star caliber of uh, podcast hosts we bring. We bring here, so. I got a quick hitter, and I've got two of them. One Thanksgiving-related, one player-related. Do you want to do the Thanksgiving or the player-related first, Jacob? Thanksgiving. Let's have some fun. All right. Keep, trade, cut. Side dishes for Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Uh, You know, I'm just going to say dishes. I'm just going to say dishes. It could also be uh, uh, a pies or, or something. So you've got you've got mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie, and what's the what is another like great green bean thing casserole? Oh, you weren't green... you weren't prepared to ask us. No. No, right. I was coming up with that off the top of my head. Green bean casserole. Dinner rolls. 
Dinner rolls. Oof. Dinner rolls. So you have to pick keep trade cut, dinner rolls, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie. Keep in taters. Trade and rolls. I don't like pie. Cutting them out of my life. Does Lizzie yeah, that's know that? Questionable. Questionable for being a bear. <laughs> I know. Questionable yeah. for being a bear, but uh fuck pie. No, yes, some people do. So I'm keeping rolls. Okay. I'm trading pumpkin pie. And mashed potatoes can get out of here. I mean, great. <laughs> All right. So I am going to... Mashed potatoes keep... are highly over, highly overrated. How so? It might be the worst form of potato. Uh, not with oh gravy. Goodness. Yeah, you got french fries, you got scallop potatoes. You could do something fancy like a Hasselbeck potato. Those are great. I don't I don't know why we got to bring Tim into this, but cuz he, he's delicious. Could be Matt. <laughs> it could be Matt too. Yeah, one of the yeah. two like a couple Hasselbecks <laughs> in the league. Oh no, that's David Hasselhoff. <laughs> The guy with the cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Great video, by the way. Uh, also liked his work in Baywatch. Not as much as Pam, but... You his know. work? <laughs> I, I'm so confused, Jacob. So the bear likes David Hasselhoff's work in Baywatch and doesn't like pie. Like, there are <laughs> two red flags for, for the bear... A uh, third one might come later, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you can literally... tell you right now, there's a lot of red flags for me. <laughs> uh, somehow my wife saw through those, and uh, I'm here today. But, uh, you know, a lot of red flags. I'm just disturbed because your keep is mashed potatoes, and that's something you could easily make at any point throughout the year. You can't just, like, you're not just going to make a pumpkin pie in July. You're right, because I don't like pie. I'm not going to make a pumpkin pie ever. Yeah, we've, we've been over this. He doesn't like pie. Like all pie? Won't eat, all yeah, pie. He, won't eat it at the, he won't eat it at the table. He won't eat it in the bed. It's, you know, he just doesn't want any, <laughs> any of it. I don't like pie or cake. Another hot take. Cake is terrible. Okay, we're on the I've, same page. I've never had a cake that's good. Yeah. So do you not like cake? So you don't also like cupcakes because it's pretty much the same thing. Just no. Me. Cupcakes are terrible. Cupcakes are okay. terrible. We're a brownie family. Brownies, cookies. Amen. Brownies and ice cream is maybe Amen. the one hundred and one. Jesus, take me to church right now because that is preaching my my life right there. Cookies, brownies, ice cream. I, I thought you, you were gonna or both. I thought you were gonna start singing that hosier. <laughs> song take me to church well we were about to but uh you know i've heard some rumors that people don't like me singing that much on the pod oh yeah did you hear that at the texas game is that that's where i heard it yeah brett said it Uh -uh. (laughs) i didn't even think he listened he does apparently all right so i am going to keep potatoes i am going to cut dinner rolls. <laughs> and I am going to trade pumpkin pie because I think 
there are so many people who like pumpkin pie that I'll trade it and I'll get dinner rolls back and probably more mashed potatoes. I can probably my ROI on trading the pumpkin pie would be through the roof. It's probably uh, like an ROI on fucking trading Bryce Young. I, I will just be I will be in a I'll be in a fleece Ohio State snuggy when I do those trades. Right, Jacob? I just can't believe you guys like those bland ass potatoes. You're like, oh, they're mushy. I like them. They're better. The I best the best are like the whipped that they missed a couple spots and you, you get a hard chunk here chunk. and there. Mm. Oh, and you get that. It's almost like finding the 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 toy at the bottom of a, a oh, cereal so box. You, so you guys like the mashed potatoes where the person making them was just lazy. Oh yes. Just didn't, like, didn't actually like fully mash them. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, like if you're you, like, you like you like getting that chunk of baked potato. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but what do you do with Not your baked. baked potato when you have a baked potato? You probably mush it so you can eat it. You don't eat a baked potato like a fucking apple, do you? No, but you know what's great about a baked potato? You put sour cream, you can put some cheese, some bacon. You don't do any of that shit with mashed potatoes. You guys are and here's no, the other problem. Butter other and problem. gravy. Stop. No, you can't have gravy with it. That that's another dish. Yeah, yeah that's another dish. This is just potatoes you picked starchy ass potatoes you're goddamn right i did that are probably under salted because people don't know how to salt a potato because they only do it once a year i have a question for you guys on this because cassie thinks i am crazy but i love to put my mashed potatoes gravy and then noodles on top of it is that noodles I eat chicken and noodles all the time over top of gravy. What do you mean, what noodles? You don't have any noodles ever at Thanksgiving? Hell no. No? no? This is no, just I'm a me thing. <laughs> what do you What do you like? Fucking microwaving ramen and then like throwing that on top? Of no, your no. I, I'll send you pictures. I'm sure my mom will have some noodles. Are we talking just? Are we talking just like naked noodles? No, they're like, no, got like no, there's sauce and and what? I'll, I'll sit. It's usually a broth of usually either a chicken or a beef broth that they're in. It's got chicken, so they're ramen sometimes. No, they're she she buy she buys their Amish noodles, and the only place she can ever get them are from Hy-Vee. Egg noodles. Yep. So they're an egg noodle. Here's, yep. So basically what you're doing is you're taking your mashed potatoes, you're putting gravy on it, yep. and then you're putting chicken well, noodle soup. the gravy. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. Love it. Chicken noodle soup. Okay. No. I'll it's send a picture of it. Chicken noodle soup. It's just noodle br- with broth. Like You know what it sounds like? School lunch. Sounds great. I'm still trying to figure out why you just have noodles chilling in broth at Thanksgiving. Like, what? Like, no, I'll it's like a noodle. Well, is this like, like, it's a Midwestern I will, thing? I will take a picture before and after for each tweet and I'll put it in the group chat. We're so going to need this because I think there's going to be a few listeners out here, especially some of ours overseas, um, our overseas listeners that are big bear fans. They're going to be very confused. So they're going to really want to see this photo. So, 
on the next cast. My go-to move at Thanksgiving is I just like cut everything up and put mix it all together, then put gravy over everything. I do that too. It's all. And then and then I also take your your, uh, uh, bread, your uh, yep, just lap it up with it. Like yeah, yeah. I also do the exact same thing with Mexican food. (laughs) I also. Jacob, you and I are one and the same. Like the rice and beans, they don't say they don't stay separate. They just no, all yeah. get mixed up. Yep, no, you sure. throw it all together. I throw I throw my tapatio, my cholula on it, and uh, yeah, we're going to town. All right, so that was not a quick hitter. That was a long developing play uh, that took a while. So here's the who am I? Two players, NFL running backs. Tweet. I'll have you go first. God player A, they have 99 fantasy points. Player B has 125. Whoa. Big difference, right? Player A, 120 rushes, 128 rushes for 499 yards and three touchdowns. Player B, 80 rushes for 493 yards and three touchdowns. Player A has 19 receptions on 27 targets for 116 yards, no touchdowns. Player B, 34 receptions on 42 targets for 234 yards and no touchdowns. Who do you want? B. I want B. Yeah. I'm I'm also trying to figure out how, just looking at the numbers. Okay, never mind. I looked at that backwards, but I want player B. You want player B? Well, Tweet, do you happen to have a guess on who these two players are? Player B is Jameer Gibbs. Okay. Player A is... uh, If I had to guess, player A is... I think you're fucking with us here. Mustard? I... I'm... I, I... I, I feel like he's going Brees Hall there, but I don't know. Brees Hall? Okay. okay. Jacob, do you have any thoughts? No, I like what uh, the bear said. Yep, yep. All right. What if I told you they're both on the same team? Is it Gibbs and Monty? Montgomery? Nope. Let's say they play for uh, the AFC North. Ooh, is it Algier and Bijan? That would be the NFC wow. South. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's uh, so it's literally the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Just AFC North. Uh, give me uh, Dylan Warren and That's be uh, Saints, right? Uh, Najee Harris. Yes, player A is Najee Harris. Ninety-nine fantasy points. Jalen Warren, player B. 125. Now, if you're a real NFL GM, you got player A costing you 13 million a year, and you got player B costing you 2.57 million a year and being more productive. Tweet, what are your Steelers going to do here with Najee in the coming years? I mean, I think we got to see what plays out. Obviously, some NFL news Matt Canada was fired uh, finally. Um, I don't love the way our offense trends, 
Najee has some flashes, but we don't use him like ever. Um, Warren's the trend line isn't great, right? Warren's not that great either. Like, he's a little bowling ball, he's short, he's okay. Third down running back, catch the ball out of the backfield. Like, he's not a starting running back in the league, I don't think. Uh, Um, he is, he was named the starter last week. I I know. Did you not hear it? I I don't think they're using Najee enough to even give him a chance this year. But I also I mean they're giving him forty eight more rushing attempts to get six more yards than Mr. Jalen Warren. Yeah, there's some other factors. Uh not like, starting. Oh the, not, that's right. They're they're running they've got a different offensive line that they're running behind. That's what it is. Well, they didn't start Broderick. Um, our first round pick this year until like two weeks ago for some reason. Like, I don't know, you you trade up and draft a guy, I think 13th overall, and then you just don't play him for the first 10 weeks, whatever. Kind of weird, but uh, no, I I don't mind Najee, but I don't love him. Um, He's getting paid first round money. That's what it is. Jay, Warren is not the, the back. He's not that guy. I think you you write out Najee's contract, and you, I think it's going to go back to the running back game, right? We're gonna we're gonna see them draft a, a running back second, third round, and ride him, and then get rid of him, and that's going to be the running back game from here on out. It's just so. amazing they they're getting a undrafted free agent type production from their first round draft pick. Yeah, and honestly, like. Is it Bijan numbers? Have we even compared? He's just a decoy, remember? He is. Right. He is. But no, I mean, the same thing happened last year with Zeke and Tony Pollard, and then now Tony Pollard's getting that full workload, and oh, the efficiency's dropping. I wonder yeah. why, because he's a satellite back. Yeah, I, I think the NFL's in a, quite the conundrum with the running backs right now. I mean, it's pretty clear. I just think you have to be special. If you're not special, you're not getting paid. You're not getting a second contract. Like, it is what it is. And if you are special, you're a decoy. Christian McCaffrey <laughs> got paid. Bijan not going to get paid if he keeps being a decoy. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be the best decoy for three three million dollars a year. Is Saquon couldn't stay healthy. Well, we don't want to pay you. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I I think this is just pointing to. It's going to continue pointing to running backs in the first round are just going to become permanently extinct. I think I I just don't see this not leading to that. Like, I get the I get the argument against running backs in the first round. I also kind of get it for. Yep. Because then you get five years. No, I agree yep. on a rookie deal. Okay, so here we go. Bijan. So, fantasy points. So, do we want to compare them? Do you just want me to give you the fantasy points and we just kind of see how they all line up here? So, 131 fantasy points. How many yards? Uh, He's got 612 yards, which is... Which and two touchdowns, so one less touchdown, um, a hundred and 
some change, like under 110 more yards rushing. 125 attempts. So just a little bit less than Najee by three. And then he's got 43 targets and 29 receptions. So he's similar to Jalen Warren in that sense. And that's for 208. So Warren has about 30 more yards. Um, and Bijan's got two touchdowns through the air compared to zero for Warren. So he's he's actually on par pretty close to like the receiving of Warren and the rushing of Najee, but with like 100 more yards. Yeah, I mean, in his fantasy points add up very similarly to Warren. Like, I think he, it's also – I think it's – we're we're it's also looking those, at uh, systems that are just not using their running backs very well, anyways. So, <laughs> it's like one of those uh, pictures where, like, oh, he's got the feet of this person and the hands of this, like Bijan Robinson. You know, the running game of Najee Harris and the passing <laughs> chops of Jalen Warren. <laughs> it, it's crazy thought? how his stats are so similar to both of them and his points are the same as an undrafted guy. I don't think Atlanta is using him, obviously, yeah. to their potential, but I I don't know. That just doesn't – it continues to not help the first-round running back, like, status. It's crazy. Not not great. So, But I also think Atlanta also struggles at quarterback – there's a lot of in Pittsburgh does too. There's basically, a lot of other factors. Basically, you're talking about two real shitty offenses. Real terrible. Yeah. One team's got a winning record. Not yours, Nate. Well, that will do it for our uh slow developing hitters that we we had here. Twenty minutes in. We'll get into the NCAA news. We'll try to get through some some news quick. Uh, Syracuse head coach has been fired, so I'll be interested to see what that offense looks like because they look like they were just kind of rolling over dead in some of the games, and they were just kind of showing up. So just kind of curious on what that that uh, school looks like to end the year in the bowl game. You got Cam Rising and Jackson Dart said that they are coming back for next year. Cam Rising, this will be like his seventh year. Uh, in college, so he should have a doctor. He should have a doctorate uh, by the time he's done with this. But Utah, um, if everybody comes back with the medicals and stuff, their entire team would be returning and then going to the Big Twelve. So Utah would be a, a team to to watch out for there in the Big Twelve next year. Uh, Drew Aller got hurt, but he's expected to be okay. Tweet. I know you got uh, some decisions to make at your quarterback spot. Uh, Dylan Gabriel got hurt, but they're optimistic that he will be able to come back. I personally wouldn't mind seeing uh, what their freshman quarterback has in store. I don't know who Oklahoma plays in the last game, but uh, I think maybe – I don't know if it's Baylor or who it is. But anyways, I'd be interested to see um, how he looks. You got Shadir Sanders, that offensive line made him like crippled by the first quarter. Um, just a whole bunch of Nate stuff happening here. 
Uh, then we got Rocket Sanders, another injury. First it was his knee, now he's got a torn labrum. I'll be very curious. He was a dynamic running back that I'm curious if he comes back this next year because he hasn't really put anything on tape this year. And see if he leaves Arkansas or if he just comes, goes into the NFL draft and tries to test really well and probably goes in like the fourth or fifth round. Um, Graham Mertz, he is out. Uh, and Jordan Travis had bad leg injury. He is out. So Florida versus Florida State, battle of the backup quarterbacks should be a doozy. Kind of interested to see what happens if Florida State wins that game. They go to the AC and they'll be in the ACC championship and they win. Do they get into the playoffs? Because I think that they should, but I will be curious if they will. Because I think that the NCAA is ran by the TV markets and no one's going to want to see an Iowa like offense. Struggle to move the ball against because they'll probably end up against Georgia or something like that. Well, so, what, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out like Washington wins their conference. Why are they not in over Florida State? Because you got what you got Georgia and whoever wins the Big Ten. Yep, those are for sure's. Then, I mean, the committee's definitely going to want another SEC school in there or a Big Ten school. Or Texas. Yeah, SEC. True. But I I just think, like, does Washington go in and over? So they're both undefeated into the year. Washington's beat some good teams this year, obviously. Like, Pac-12's nothing to, like, they're no slouch. So they're all they also haven't looked the same. They've adapted. I mean, playing in the rain at Oregon State in a tough environment, I think showed them that they can play different styles and still win, which I think is really good. Um, but I don't think they've kind of like kept a momentum and I think people who vote like I don't know how much they actually watch Pac twelve well, games. I'm just more curious like what what resume does Florida State have with a backup quarterback over a Heisman candidate and a Pac-12 team that's beat Oregon who is getting oh, – Like, who, what are football, they – Football is a one-person sport? I thought football was a team sport. Well, and yeah. They Florida, got, they State, got, oh, Florida State's you know. defense can be good enough to get two more wins. Why can't – oh. Yeah, we don't actually credit defense. Who's their best win against? LSU. Okay. They stomped LSU. But then, so, but then you got. And then they beat Clemson. You you got Washington beating Oregon, and Oregon is now, those are the five, six seeds right now. Like, so technically, if the committee has them as five, six, technically the win over Oregon should trump the LSU win. I mean, it Oregon all, gets it all the might be, People just don't want to put Washington in, I think is really what it comes down to. I think it, it, what it comes down to is the committee left Florida State out, and they're just going to see what happens in the Pac-12 championship game. And if they happen to lose to Oregon, well, then it's like, all right, we don't have to worry about it. Well, here's what's going to happen is Georgia's going to be in. Michigan's going to beat Ohio State. So Michigan's in. 
the committee will not leave Ohio State out. They're going to put them in, even if Florida State and Washington are both undefeated. I just don't that think that's sense. right. I think I think Washington's got the better better wins outside of the LSU, but even Washington beat Oregon, so arguably Oregon's better than LSU. Yeah, but tweet. Do you like money? Because Ohio State brings money. So that's who we're going with. Nobody likes Ohio State, except for <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Hot take. So, so but yeah, I think that'll be – I'm just really excited to watch uh, some football games this this weekend, and then we got our conference championships next. Um, got some transfer portal what we, really, my- what we really need is for Iowa to win the Big Ten championship. That's what we need. You know what? That that game on Friday, you got Iowa's going to probably try to rest up a little bit to get ready to get stomped in two weeks <laughs> against whoever it is. And then Nebraska's playing for that bowl win or getting to a bowl. So Nebraska's going to come out hot and Nebraska beats Iowa because Iowa's like, okay, we're trying to get ready for the Big Ten championship. And well, that, uh, because they can't score points, they have no easy wins. Yeah, have not like all of them come down to like one busted play, and you can beat Iowa. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> it'll it will uh, it will be awful to watch. I think um, transfer related news. We've got Michael Allen. I believe he's on your team, Jacob. He is transferring from NC State. Wants to get out of there. And now there are r- rumors. Uh, swirling that Evan Stewart will not travel to LSU and it is believed that he will enter the transfer portal after Jimbo uh, was fired. Alabama is considered the team to beat to get Evan Stewart with Ohio State, Texas, Oregon, and quote-unquote among others in contention. Good schools want Evan Stewart. Wow. I wouldn't want to go to Alabama. I was going to say, of all those schools, Alabama, hard pass. He, probably, he, he has the same skill set as like six other wide receivers on that team. What if he went to Ohio State? That would be something. Or Oregon. Yeah, Oregon would be – that would be – that would be fun. Um, I believe had it on hot take that Louisville would – or sorry, Louisville – would be in the ACC championship game, which I believe they are going to. Maybe they have to win this next week. Not not sure, but I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. But this last week, uh, Miami was selling buy one ticket, get two tickets free. The U is not back. You have to buy a ticket for three tickets. And I don't know if anybody saw the the stadium, but there were not many people there. Uh, so that I don't know why anybody would want to go to Miami to play football there, unless you're getting paid lots and lots and lots of money, because that just doesn't seem like a fun atmosphere to play in. Definitely not a good sign when you're giving away more than you're selling. <laughs> yeah, and then this happened early in the week. But Notre Dame signed a new NBC TV deal that ends in 2029. What else happens in 2029? The Big Ten TV deal is up. 
Coincidence? I don't think so. Maybe uh, Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten. Maybe there's this huge conference realignment. Maybe there's only one uh, conference. Maybe, you know, there's only one TV deal. And everybody plays under one umbrella. Who knows? But 2029, calling it now here in 2023 about uh, NCAA going to be have a little shakeup. Jacob, what do we have for NFL news? NFL news, uh, I think Aaron Jones was just ruled out with a knee injury, so he's not playing on Thanksgiving. Devin Achan came back. Off the IR, immediately got hurt. So he, he's not back on the IR, but we'll see what, what's going on there. Geno Smith has an elbow inju- injury, and it looks like it's touch and go on whether he's going to play on th- or tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Joe Burrow, wrist injury. He's done for the year. Did it's you hear – did you hear about this whole deal with Joe Burrow's wrist? Yeah, apparently he was photographed wearing some type of sleeve, and then it wasn't disclosed prior to the game per league injury rules and what they have to do to basically partner with betting sites. And and now Dave Portnoy is suing the NFL over it. No, sure. The uh, So I was listening – the the new heights have a a spinoff or something, but Tiki and Ronde Barber have a podcast together. Um, and Tiki was talking about how the week before, uh, Joe Burrow got sacked, and he had actually had surgery on his hand while he was in college, and he has a scar on his right hand. I don't, I think it's his ring finger or something like that. Well, he he was gonna throw it, and I don't remember who's coming at him, but he tucked it in and like his hand was like facing and the helmet went right into it so it looked like a compression sleeve so he probably had a whole bunch of swelling and because it was a Thursday night game after a Sunday you didn't really have chance for that swelling to go down and you know just try to do what you can and then you took another bad hit and then just kind of snowballed so yeah, I, I found that was interesting. But also, I didn't know that Tiki and Rondé had a podcast. So, I learned that, too. Well, neither one of them are dating Taylor Swift. So, that's why you haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, we have Cooper Cup with an ankle injury. So, he's going to be missing some time, it looks like. Kenneth Walker, another oblique injury this time, but usually it's a groin with him, but he just can't. He's always hurt. He's always hurt, Nate. And now we get to watch RB1, Zach Charbonnet, just go off on Thanksgiving Day. Are you ready? Are you ready, Nate? It's my favorite kind of Charbonnet. It's we, great we. Wee yeah. wee. I think Charbonnet goes off against the 49ers, but not running the ball. He's going to catch a lot of dump offs, and that's what so, that's how he's going to be accepted. So he's going to have seven he, receptions. Are you saying he's the next Zeke? 
he's gonna Many. highlight he's gonna highlight the skill set that Kenneth Walker doesn't have in the game. <gasps> that can't be good for Kenny. So he's <laughs> he is the next Zeke. Elite pass catcher. That's why Jacob wants him on his team. Yep. All right, then tweet already mentioned it, but Matt Canada fired. How you feeling about that tweet? <laughs> he can go back to fucking Canada for all I care. I'm just assuming that's where he's from. Um, yeah, get get his ass out of here. Let's open up the offense. Uh, just throw jump balls to Pickens. Uh, he clearly can catch them. And uh, we should score a few more points. Do you think it's a Matt Canada problem or is it a talent problem? A little bit of both. But like, if you, you want... If you watch the Steelers, their offense is so they don't do anything like a like they do all seven yard routes and that's about it. Like we don't do anything more. Um it's I think it's not only just a Canada problem. I think Tomlin might be one of those guys that might have to go. Um I I think Tomlin, I love him. Yes, he's successful. He's never had a losing season, but he also hasn't won a playoff game in 10 years. So 10 or 12 years, whatever it is. Like, I think we just need to restructure, relook at everything and kind of go from there. I don't love Kenny Pickett. People know that. Najee is Najee. But, I mean, we got wide receivers. I mean, the Steelers produce wide receivers. There's no hiding that. Yeah. So there's talent out there. Can we use it? No. See, I think I think not only Canada, but Kenny Pickett should be riding the pine. I mean, we're talking – he's at like 24 starts and he has 13 touchdowns. I don't care who's calling the yes. plays. He doesn't move the ball. No. I mean, I – 24, 24 starts and you don't have one game where you're like you're on fire. Like you're t- you're talking less than half a touchdown a game. And we have ten, like there's no reason like Brock Purdy couldn't play well with the Steelers. We have talent. Like Brock Purdy would not probably put up San Francisco numbers, but he would put up more than 13 touchdowns with the Steelers right now. With Pickens, Johnson, Fryermuth, like give Darnell Washington a little more play. And then even these running backs, I mean, they're not the best, but they they can produce a little bit. Like somebody can come in and and do better. There's a there's a whole lot of issues with the offense. I mean, obviously the Steelers' defense is very good. Everybody knows that. T.J. Watt, Fitzpatrick. I mean, Joey Porter's playing out of his mind. But we're we're scoring 13 touchdowns with a quarterback. And what week are we in? 11, 12. 13? No, that's 13 over the last two years. I know. I know. <laughs> 13 touchdowns over a year and a half, almost two years. Like, what are we doing? Well, here's my other issue is like, okay, we're in an NFL that's basically bubble wrapped where the rules benefit the offense. Yep. Okay. 20 years ago, Kenny Pickett's throwing three touchdowns a year. Yep. I want to, I want to bring this up. So rushing, and passing touchdowns this year for Kenny Pickett. He has six, seven total. 
That's one rushing, six passing. Anthony Richardson has three touchdowns passing and four rushing. So Anthony Richardson has seven touchdowns as well. Also, Anthony Richardson has not been playing (laughs) football this season. Uh, You got the full game against Jacksonville. He gets hurt pretty early on against Houston. He's out, and then he plays a full game, and then he gets hurt early. So he's pretty much got like two and a half games uh, compared to Kenny Pickett. So so what I'm curious about is, like, so the Canada thing, he was in the booth. Then they brought him to the sidelines, thinking that's going to help. And so Canada is going to be the scapegoat, as always, right? I don't think he helped anything. But what is going to happen here as we go forward? Are we going to open it up? Our running back coach is now our offensive coordinator. Like, are we going to open things up? Are we going to do a little bit more? Like, there's talent out there. Pickens is good. Pickens would look really monstrous with a good quarterback. If he played with Josh Allen, somebody like that, he would be huge for that team, I think. So, Did you see the deal where he took – like all the social media for the the Steelers down and yeah. all that stuff. Typical, yeah. typical wide receiver nature, trying to get a different job. Can, can, can we get over the whole like taking stuff off social media? Like why? Like why is that like now? Why can't we have like To or the uh, like? I want this in press conferences. Like I want this like legit like being yell like yelling into a mic like. I hate everybody. I hate this. Not showing up. You know, if anybody's going to do a TO things, like I feel like it would be, it would be him. And he just doesn't show up to practice and he's doing sit ups in his driveway. Um, I think that would be great. I think that's perfect. Like, what's up? Everything goes to social media and they, they delete their team on there. It's like, ooh, we're not on your Instagram anymore. <laughs> I think the one that would do that is uh, Stefan Diggs. I can see him. I, I can't tell if Stefan Diggs runs his social media or if Trayvon Diggs run it, runs it. Like Trayvon's been talking all sorts of smack uh, from Dallas, so it's quite interesting. All right. So then, Luke, you have uh, head coach Chargers in Washington that you wanted to talk about on here? Yeah, Uh you know, just when is it? Is it going to be Monday? That's when Ron Rivera gets fired. Is that when the Chargers head coach? I don't even remember. It's Staley. Is that when he gets? Is that when he gets canned? Uh, you got, you got him in a press conference. They're asking, you know, when are you going? To, you know, are you still going to call defensive plays? And he gets after the media. It's like, stop asking. Yes, I'm going to call the defense. Uh, their defense is just awful. Bringing a new offensive coordinator doesn't seem to really help them. It you know for the last five years, you watch one Chargers game, you see the exact same Chargers game every single Sunday. It all ends up the same. It's like watching on replay. Washington's got to be one of the worst franchises in the NFL. The losing to losing to the Giants. Uh, it came out that nobody could take a shower. Well, nobody not that that they couldn't, <clears throat> but they didn't have any hot water in the facility. Uh, to take a shower. I mean, I think 
the NFL makes some money. I'm not sure if they do or not, but can't get hot water. That stadium was falling apart like two years ago with that stand deal. Uh, you have to yeah, but ice baths for coffee. They're they're concerned about player like health, and ice baths are supposed to be good for your muscles. So, so I don't know. I just feel like the Chargers and Washington, maybe right? Don't they do all their firings on Tuesday after Black Friday? Yes, have, like something on. I after feel like those, Cyber Monday. It's called Black Tuesday, I believe. Black Tuesday. I feel like yeah. those two have to be on the top because you got the Chargers sitting in last. Like the Raiders are better than you. The yeah, fact- and you feel like you have your franchise quarterback. So, like, there's yeah. not really excuses to not win. The The fact that the Chargers are giving up, I think, the most points in the NFL with some elite talent on that defense, like Derwin James, I know I think he's been injured a little bit this year, but, like, he's a great safety. Khalil Mack had six sacks in a game. Like, he's still relevant. You, you paid Joey Bosa. Like, you've got players, like – and your defense is that bad, maybe the head coach, a.k.a. defensive coordinator, should give it up. But uh, I guess he's not adamantly not giving it up. So Yeah. All right. Oh, I got another one. I got another one. We got the Lions. You're going to play on Thanksgiving. They are currently 8-2 for the first time since 1962. Let's rewind. Back to 1962. What was going on? We've got the first James Bond movie has been released. We've got the Cuban Missile Crisis going on. And segregation is still a thing. The Civil Rights Act didn't come out until 1964. So we still have people going into separate bathrooms, uh, separate restaurants, or not even going into a restaurant. That's the last time the Lions were eight and two and here we are wow i i don't even know what to say uh congrats dan campbell hopefully uh you enjoy your job at texas a&m and uh (laughs) go get yourself a super bowl all right that was my uh last thing there um that i really wanted to share is there anything else you you got? DK um, and age, sex, yeah, so language. We've uncovered here on the show that DK Metcalf was getting so many fines for talking trash on the field that he started learning sign language so that he could still talk trash but not get fined. And I think that's a great move because, honestly, you're sitting at your house. I don't, I don't have anything better to do. I could watch, you know – a movie, or I can teach myself sign language. Why not learning? Why not learn a skill so that you can still have fun and do your job the way you want to do it? Bear thinks it's great for the the deaf community. Um, I think they're really drawing in some new fans for the deaf community. DK is, and uh, yeah, I think uh, you know when he when he gives the whole. Double middle fingers. <laughs> Double middle fingers. The deaf community is just all in. They know what he's saying. So we just want to make sure that the deaf community um, who listens to our podcast is aware that <laughs> we 
<laughs> we fully support um, everything. And yeah. Yeah. We are very big on our deaf listeners. Very so if, uh, listeners. if anybody notices, if, if you're ever watching a Seattle game and DK scores a touchdown, he might do a celebration and uh, sign, sign some stuff. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. And then they'll talk about, uh, it'll probably be like a Monday night football game and Chris Collinsworth will talk about something and about like a death in the family and like that's no, how he'll probably, he started he'll probably like talking about Mahomes and he'll be like, Oh, that Mahomes, the way he throws that ball. Oh. <laughs> something like that. You know, when, yeah. when you say sign something, it just brings me back to TO. I think that, that needs to come back. Uh sign a football we, stands. We need those celebrations back. I mean, yeah. the Joe Horn cell phone in the goalpost, all time great. Um, Popcorn in the face mask. Yep. Ocho with the Hall of, uh, Hall of Fame jacket. Yep. It's great. Bring it, Bring back. it back. No fun league. Uh, league news. Uh, Malik Willis stats. All right. Uh, DTR got the start, looked a lot better from a real football standpoint uh, this last week. But stats-wise, he was 24 for 43, 165 yards, one INT, three carries for 20 yards. Got you 6.6 points, which is better than his 1.24 points his first He, he looks so good, they brought in Joe Flacco. Mentor him, you know, take him under his wing. Uh, Tanner McKee stats. Haven't heard a lot of him, Nate. Okay. Tajay Spears, uh, four for 14. Uh, two receptions for 12 yards, 4.6 points. Uh, the Burks versus Tajay touchdown still at a zero and one. So that, that has been a fun one to watch. Uh, Tajay just can't seem to get... You know, anything more going with uh, Burks out. And you know what's going to happen, Jacob? Like, Burks is going to get a touchdown because somebody fumbled like here and he recovers it in the end zone. Like, two touchdowns, and then Nate's hot takes terrible. I mean, this <laughs> this is like a barn burner. This is something we're, we're obviously watching for the full year. And uh, if, <laughs> if Burks wins this um, – I, th- I think Nate owes Belleville a first round college draft pick. So, listen, this well, I think I already have it, but um, <laughs> this is Ali Frazier. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're uh, just waiting for one of these guys to quit on their stool. Yeah. Nothing gets me more excited than uh, Ali and Frazier just dancing in a ring and not throwing punches. So, yeah. I think you're, um, yeah, you're definitely thinking about the wrong fight Mm. (laughs) all right uh league trades none um week two of our playoff ncaa recaps so these were to go into the championship game so chad versus nate the overlooked underdog appropriately looked at dog i guess is probably what he should be um loses by 58 points to chad 
Uh, I don't know why you decided to start Shadur Sanders. He only got you four points. Oh, he got hurt. I mean, you should have known that was happening. You've seen that offensive line all year. Don't know what you're doing, Nate. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, he's out. Only gets you less than 20. He got hurt. Well, he gets hurt every year, Nate. You should have known this was coming. Uh, I thought Frank Chad. Gore. Sorry, I thought Chad missed the playoffs. Oh, oh, I think he squeaked in, didn't he? He's. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Chad. Chad just squeaked. According in. to the power rankers, he squeaked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mark Bucky Irving gets 12 points. He gets hurt in the game. Uh, Polk with a zero. It just seems honestly like your team didn't want to play for you, Nate. Um, I don't know what you're doing over there in those facilities, but they don't seem to like it. Uh, but I don't know. I just don't think the overlooked underdogs. I mean, you were the five seed. You beat a four seed. Gets you over. I mean, congratulations. You you won when you were kind of supposed to, and you lost when you were supposed to. Properly rated dogs, I guess. Yep. Nope. Okay. Properly rated Nate. That's what you are. Typical Nate team, you know, just a very typical Nate team. And then, and whatever, Chad won. But. I, you know, I got to talk here, guys. Yeah, you had a matchup against Corey. I had a matchup against Corey, and and, and there's a little backstory to this. Uh, went up to the Iowa State game with uh, Brett and Ian this week. I uh, was having a great time. Obviously, I was very concerned about my fantasy team, and, and, and if they were going to win and, and whatnot. And, you know, once you get into the tailgating grounds, you start looking, you start seeing what's happening on your phone and just making sure everything's going well. Well, man, oh, man, Corey, you, you scared me. Your players played early. I fucking was at the tailgate grounds, and the last time I got fan tracks to pull up because it sucks and service sucks when you're at a tailgate – Fucking Bo Nix, my God, threw up damn near like I think it was 40 some odd points in the first 52. half. 52. Oh, okay. 52 so, yeah, total. 52. He had five touchdowns in the first half after Pratt got him 26, after uh, Salter got him 40. I'm sitting here, I'm like, fuck, I am so screwed. I am losing. I made all these trades to lose. What in the hell? Meanwhile, I don't know. Yeah, have... He had Jordan Travis earlier in the day, and he gets a broken leg. He only gets you two points. So that's the thing. So, like, I get this text message. I'm in the game watching Iowa State at this point in time beat down Texas three to nothing. How I much are this... how much are you losing by at this point? Well, what, like 140, 150 at least? With, like, a this... couple guys going? Yeah, and, and I get this text from Chad, and he goes, Jordan Travis, leg, gone. I'm like, what? Okay, find out. He doesn't do shit. Blows my mind. I'm like, God, I'm so screwed. Bo Nix has a 50 burger at half. He's obviously going for 100 this week. I'm so screwed. I get out of the game. I fucking win. Why? Because my dog... Jacob motherfucking Bell Bellville. We we make the trade. We make money moves. We get Jaden Daniels. He's coming out. Heisman Trophy scoring 75, almost 75 points against the 
Georgia State. The Georgia State. That's what they go by. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if you know anything about football. But uh, I was I was honestly shocked. I, I thought I was losing this week. Uh, I thought Bo Nix was going to throw up some more points in the uh, second half. Uh, I got to give a shout out to to my boy Daniels after Travis got me two points. Um, unsung hero for me this year, Omari and Hampton. Guy just fucking rolls every week. He fumbled. He fumbled it twice at the goal line. He could have had two more touchdowns. I know. And so when, before I lost service up there, I saw the two fumbles and he had like two points. I was like, oh, this is going really well. Next thing you know, 25 burger. Let's go. Uh, Malachi Coleman or Coleman Malachi. He's on Jacob's team. Malachi Corley crushing it. Uh, Burden just doing burden things. Adunes doing, you know, wide receivers showed up. Running backs didn't quite as much except for Quorum, Neil, and Ott. I was honestly surprised that I won. Uh, to be quite frank with you, Corey's team's good. I mean, they were very good. I think they were better than we all thought he was going to be, judging by his draft and different things like that. That team is significantly better than it sh- I thought it should have been. But, Corey, you played Chad this week. You beat him. Like, I think, I think it was quite interesting. So, Props to you, man. You threw together a decent lineup and obviously could score points, but uh, happy to come out with a victory. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I was shitting my pants for a little bit. That was just. Here we are. That's kind of typical, though. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of bush light. But here we are, a number one seed versus a number two seed for the third consecutive year. Seems like you want to get that one or two seed. Who's number one? Is it is it you? Power ranking wise, it is. Oh, Ooh. you know, ever since I got ranked wait, number wait, one in the power rankings. Wait, wait, who's one and two? So we got tweet. Who's two? I thought no, it's not me. I thought it was me, but I'm out. Is hmm. it you, Jacob? No, I sold everything off. I bet Corey's still number two. Who are you playing this week? Here, let me look. Chad. Since when? Since when is he been number one? Hey, Kamish, you gotta you gotta figure something out here. Like, I yeah, think you got wrong. There's no yeah, way. I'm Chad, a, I'm a, I didn't even think Chad. Probably, yeah, it's probably that overlooked underdog. I just overlooked him again. You know, it's probably yeah. him in this one. It's got to be him. I. I personally, you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be ranked number one. Um, We'll get into we'll get into the recap for this week shortly. All right, take it away for. uh, I mean, there were other games, but we just want to talk about the winner bracket. So, uh, we'll, we'll let Jacob take it away for the NFL recap. NFL recaps, week eleven. Me versus Nate. My team kind of has been doing this thing where we don't score very many points. But it was enough to beat Nate. It was enough to beat Nate. So we're moving on. We're 7-4. and four. Hopefully we can score more points next week. <laughs> <laughs> then you got uh, 
Luke versus uh, Patrick. Patrick coming out with a big showing of 118. Luke scoring well below his his projected, scoring 170. Um, he had basically some of the guys that you've been leaning on recently still going off. So that was the first time in the regular season I've ever beat Patrick. And it was also my lowest score I've had this year. There's something about Patrick that my teams just don't perform well and probably should have lost this week. Yeah, and Patrick is going to be in a rough spot with having Aaron Jones and Joe Burrow out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if is uh, – what's his name back? Uh, Carr? I mean, does he have any quarterbacks to play? Mm-hmm. He's on bye this week. or No, he was on bye last week. Okay. Yeah, that'll be uh that will be rough going in a super flex league. Yeah. I know a guy that's got a couple quarterbacks. Then you got the hibernating bear versus Grim. Tim. Tim. Uh Tim gets the win, two oh six to one twenty seven. Saquon Barkley had thirty points. Did you guys well, have yeah, a couple? lot. They they beat the the commanders. Mm. As you can tell, I didn't prepare anything for these these uh, recaps, so we're just kind of looking as we go. Then we have uh, Team Hater. It's like he stole my points that my team was scoring, and like they're scoring it on his team now. But anyways, he's he scored two fifteen again this week against uh, Chad. It's Keenan Allen, Amon Ra just carrying Team Hater. And I weeks. Yeah, and I pretty much. If, if this is why, off, this is why full PPR leagues are kind of, I don't know. The scoring is just kind of weird. Like, should you really get a point for catching the ball and not gaining a yard? Zeke does. Yeah. So then you got Corey versus Brett. Brett got a win. So that's his fourth win of the season. Congrats to Brett. He's still starting Baker Mayfield. The fighting Tyree kills. The, the fighting, fighting Tyree Cheetos. Kills. Who, can I ask a question here? Mm-hmm. Sure. If you're to trade Baker Mayfield or Mac Jones, who gets the better haul? Probably Baker. Okay. I mean, Mac Jones is also in a really crappy situation. Can, can we just like tell Grim to stop asking for three first round picks for Mac? Cause I think that's what his offer is still. So yeah, I heard it was, well, when he came to me, it was seven. I'm like, I don't even have seven. He's like, Oh, I'm sure you'll figure out how to get seven supplemental first. And then I'll want them. So this point. Yeah. I don't know who's uh, actively trying to get Mac Jones, but those people need to be talked to. Uh, QB one. Oh, top Mac twelve. Jones, remember top yep. twelve. Yep, top twelve. I mean, I hate to say it, but uh, maybe Patrick uh, <laughs> might be a guy you look at. Uh, out of all the the quarterbacks you traded for last year, uh, I would venture to say Mac Jones has better stats than DTR and. Uh, um, Tanner McKee and, and uh, 
Uh, uh, Does he though? Like he's just gonna get replaced at like halftime. I don't know. Probably the juice is not worth the squeeze. Here's here's the real question: Would you rather pay whatever the price is for Mac Jones or ask Grim what his price is for Tommy DeVito? I'm probably going DeVito. Like, hey, you want this 12th round supplemental pick? He does because he's collecting the whole round. No, he wants. I think is is it the eighth round this year? I think it's the eighth. He's progressively moving up. More power to him. Maybe one day he'll have a first round pick. If you if you want, you could also try while in the same trade. You could also go for the guy with the most boring name ever, Tim Boyle. Um, he's an elite starter here. So just picked him up for fourteen dollars. <laughs> Big money. No whammies. That's really all we got for NFL recaps. Well, you don't have any power rankings. Again, uh, not sure what's going on there, but it does seem to coincide with. They must be working. At, extra, they must be working extra hard on a to iron out like the legit power rankings. Right. Probably. It does it does seem to line up with roughly when Chad, like I think, put together an NCAA squad, so it could be Chad's fault. I'm actually pretty excited. Wait, Chad's in this league? Yeah. He, oh. So what happened was when he was in the cellar on the NFL side all last year, he was build, he was digging this hole, and he actually he dug so far down he came out on top on the NCAA side. Like, I didn't even see it coming. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, on top of the NCAA side? I I just looked. He was the number one seed. You're when the number he, two. When did he start? No, power rankers have me number one. Oh, that's right. Well, it's that's like that's like the college football playoff ranking show. Like I am number one. Two is not an option. Three. I don't even remember the number. Like no, I don't. I don't even remember the Nelly song. I'm trying to go back to my hip hop days. It is like the college ranking show because Chad has more points and a better rec in the same record. So, like, he should be should be one. No, because points oh, don't matter. Doesn't doesn't give us ratings. Because our, so. our expert power rankers who don't show up for three weeks, um, they know better. Points points don't matter. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those weeks. Did you guys play head to head? I lose to Chad every time I play head-to-head. I'm pretty sure if I win this week, it's going to be a miracle because I never beat Chad. It's a fucking weird system. And then I can't wait for the power rankers to still rank me ahead of him after I lose to him in the championship. I mean, if if Chad can beat Jaden Daniels, does that get us a Mark Davis haircut? God, I hope so. The whole like, reason why Chad like, got into this Jane Daniels is just like a cheat code. He's going to get you like a 30-year points period. I'm also appreciating this talk about Jaden Daniels maybe being a pro prospect, kind of liking that. I don't hate it. I mean, is he, he better than Desmond Ritter? 
Or Kenny Pickett? Stats-wise, yeah. The only thing Kenny Pickett has ever done that was great was the fake slide. Mm-hmm. That was epic. <laughs> but uh, other than that... Is he better? Is Jane Daniels better than Mac Jones? Has to be. So that means he's a top twelve quarterback in the league. Yeah. Some elite stuff here. What do we got next, Luke? What's on the? Uh... Um, you got some some picks to make on the NCAA side. Uh, I'll, I'll let you start with the loser bracket first. Uh, this is a race for pick number two. Um, Patrick's already sewn up the number one pick. So him and Grim are playing each other. Grim's already locked up the four. So it's just a you know, Thanksgiving cousin uh, bull type thing. Um, and then Jacob and Brett are playing for the number two pick. You know what? I, I, I'm, I, I, I really hope there's not a riff at Thanksgiving this year uh, for the Cousin Bowl. Uh, so here's what I'm actually going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the other games. I'm going to save the championship game till last because yeah. I feel like I need to save the best for last. So um, I'm going to go out the gates. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – and I'm saying last, last. Like I'm going to go through college. Bears going through college, and then I'm going to go through my NFL picks, and then I'm coming back to the college championship game. And I'm gonna I'm gonna queue up something. I'm gonna queue something up. Uh, yeah. But uh, I am thinking out the gates here. I don't even remember what you said. But give me the Mad Hatters over. Give me them over Brett. I don't even think that's worth a shit for anything. But give me Jacob. I hope you have an extra bowl of mashed potatoes tomorrow. I hope I have three extra. I don't need it, but I'm going to try it. Pretty excited about the uh, the matchup between uh, Nate and Corey. I think the overlooked underdogs are going to be overlooked. The properly rated Nates. They're going to get overlooked again, Luke, because Corey's winning. Corey's throwing up more points than my team this week and getting third place. Oh my goodness! Would Hot that be take. something? Hot take. Um, and then we got the we got the cousin bowl. <sighs> so like, I I really hope like part of me hopes that they get the uh, turkey wishbone, and and they they break it and they both kind of like wish they win. What? Isn't that what you do with the wishbone on a turkey? You like break Maybe. it in half and make a wish. Yeah, whoever gets the, I think it's whoever gets like the, the, the thick bigger, gets yeah, the, yeah, gets to make the the wish. You, and this is for what pick? Two uh, and four, or no, four and Patrick's, one. Patrick's already got the one. Yeah, he's already got it, and Grim's got the four, so it doesn't really matter what. They're already locked into their spots. By Patrick having the one, he actually doesn't have it. Who has that? Forget. Well, we'll have to look it up. So, back to my turkey wishbone thing. Um, Fuck Grim. 
Patrick's getting the thicker part of the wishbone this week. He's getting the dub. Oh! Whew! Spicy. Spicy, spicy take. I bet Tim loves mashed potatoes. He also probably loves pumpkin pie, if I had to guess. Just like you two. Just kind of plain and soft. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a perfect mash. Mac Jones is definitely a mashed potato guy. <laughs> All right, like I said, I'm skipping our championship game. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that last this week. Southern Bear has got a lot to talk about. Uh, got to hype our team up. But uh, oh, I do want to mention, I did beat Ian last week. Another year where Ian gets the sixth spot into the playoffs and loses in the first round. That That's, guy is the he is the Chargers of the NCAA <laughs> side for us. Ian, man, like at some point in time, you'll get over that hump. He has a really good draft every year. He fit, last one to limp in. He plays in the East, or what? I don't even remember what division he plays in. He might be in ours. I don't know. But yeah, then I mean, what's crazy is he drafts Malik Neighbors in the eleventh round. I trade him Luther Burden for his 11th round draft selection. He then trades away Luther Burden for Jordan Love. Elite Ian, move. Ian, I don't think those trades are working out. Elite. Really enjoying it, to I mean, be honest. Each, each time he like lost a little bit of value. Jordan Love, he led him to the promised land this week. So I can't wait to watch him tomorrow. He should look great. <laughs> NFL side, uh, we've got Nate versus Tweet. Doesn't look as interesting on paper, but for some reason, this game is going to be interesting. Nate's team kind of sucks. Tweet's team really sucks. Which sucker is going to win? Which sucker is going to lose? I... Can't quite figure out why I'm projected to only score 112 points. <laughs> but, it, but it could be because of my team. Um, but I'm still going to – I'm going to I ride. think it's more the culture, not the team, but the culture. I'm, I'm, I'm riding tweet on this one. I think Josh Dobbs doesn't have a good week this week against Chicago. I think C.J. Stroud probably does C.J. Stroud things. But give me, give me tweet, give me him. Just get that third dub. The 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 guy nobody said could win is going to get a three third win this week. Luke versus Corey. Corey's got three wins. Luke's really good. We don't like to stroke his ego too much. Give him a W. We're going to move on. Big big valve, as we call him. Uh, my co-host. On the on on the Baron Bell cast, um, Bell is going up against Patrick, who now may be the worst team in our league with the Joe Burrow <laughs> injury. Like, there's a chance my team's better than his, and I don't think that's far fetched by any means. With Joe Burrow down, Belleville wins by a mile all day, every day. Maybe we track that going forward. I mean, we've only got like three weeks before the end of the playoffs and just 
Race to the end of the playoffs. Which team is better? Which team scores the most points? There we go. Uh, team Hater versus Team Grim. Uh, closer matchup than we think. I do think Kyler Murray coming back is really helpful. I think Jordan Love's going to actually score some points against Detroit. Um, T Law, which T Law are we getting? Do we know? Nobody knows. Herbert, I, just give me fuck Grim. Give me Ian. <laughs> Fine. Finally, we've got the old cellar dweller. The old. He, he's he's making a comeback versus Team Brett. Team Brett is a 61% favorite to win this matchup. 61%. You look at this team and you and you're like. Noah Gray, he's your starting tight end. He's going to help you win this. Could have had Kittle, but no Gray. Yeah. Um, another another great trade. I'd like to call that a fleece. Anywho, um, it's a tough, tough matchup. I'm going Brett, and the only reason why is because Chad has a fullback starting at running back for his team. Yes, it's Kyle Juszczyk, but still, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Christian McCaffrey gets more carries and more play than Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, Facts. That's from a Niners fan. He knows. All right. Now we're going to go to... Number one. So, what does it take? To what does number it take? One Tell us. What does it take? What does it take? It takes Jaden Daniels. It takes players like we got all the players. Trey Benson's going off this week. You already know. They got a backup quarterback. Trey Benson's going in. Blake Corum. Gonna score probably three more touchdowns. Let's fucking go. And Sam Hartman. Sam no. the man. Not Sam Hartman. That's Chad's quarterback at Notre Dame. No way do you play him in the championship game. <laughs> Sam Hartman is going up against the Golden Domers. Oh my god. That's goodness. their helmet. Mind games you're playing with Chad. Whew. Does he want to win fantasy? Does he want to win? You know, his actual team want to win with the Golden Domers? I, I I don't know what he wants to do, but but our boy Sam is coming out. Um, the girls love him. He looks Again, like Jesus okay. or something. I don't know. So Sam Hartman's coming out. You don't eat pie. And there's another red flag. What's going on? Like, what's going on? We, is there something else? Is there another announcement coming? The, the announcement is, is Tweet wins. Tweet, tweet, wins by, tweet wins by 35 or more. Wow. On the back of Sam bl- Hartman. That would be a blowout. Stanford. Wow. Jacob, what do you think? What do you think happens uh, in this matchup? Obviously, Tweet picks himself. Shocker there. My honest feelings are that Tweet 
he's probably going to go out on a high note. I think he wins, and I think he sets maybe a league record for points. Whoa. Let's see here. I'm going to go. I'm going to me... break this down. I'm looking, I'm looking at the Domers, you know, team, and I'm just seeing a lot of, like, Jamari Thrash. Is that guy still alive? <laughs> he's starting for uh-huh. you. Could ask Alvin Kamara. I I feel bad to be the guy that's ranked number two in the NCAA power rankings this week. I feel bad for him because number one, it's tweet is me and Nelly. Me and Nelly, we're number one. He's got Caden Prescorn in there. Mm-hmm. He's been usable for one game this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the stars are not aligning for Chad here. I just hope he doesn't spiral out of control and then go back to the cellar next season. R.I.P. Chad. All right, that'll do it for us tonight. Hey, make sure to start your studs. And Jacob, don't hate the player, hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Good Time to play the game!